With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Angelique. This is Josh right here. And today we have a super amazing guest. Yeah, tell us, Ange. I'm so excited because this is my guest. <laughs> I'm excited. So I have the lovely, beautiful, super talented Sammy, or Pajama Sammy, if you know her on Instagram. So Sammy hello, welcome. Hello. <laughs> Hi, guys. How's it going, so Sammy? Sammy and I met when I studied abroad in London. We studied abroad in London mm-hmm. in 2014. Shout out, London. Shout out, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Rowie? <laughs> yeah, yeah Rowhampton. What up? I love London. If any listeners are from England, you probably know Rowhampton. We might party have school. a couple of friends yeah. in London. Shout they out don't to know how to learn, but they know Courting. how to drink. They do know how <laughs> to drink. SIGF has like a London core base. Yeah, yeah we definitely do. We definitely do. Thank you, homies. Our school had the bar on campus just the way yours did, right? Hell yeah. I think that's a British the thing. The BOP? And I that, say, I, like every a... Friday, I still think about the BOP, the and union. I still miss it. <laughs> I miss the union. Oh, my God. Every Go Friday. get steaming at the union. That's yeah. great. That's have where a, it was at. Have a snake bite? Oh, snake yes. Bite? We need to find Wait, that recipe and I know it, continue to drink it. It was like a purpley. It was a half lager, half cider. It has to be like Tesco cider, which we don't have. You're going to have to send Oh, I love. I love oh. a good snake bite. Yeah, snake bite was like, for at our school, it was a fuchsia drink with foam on the top, and they made two holes that looked like snake bites. Like they. Well, that's oh, what it's half like lager, it's half beer, oh, half it was cider, delicious. and black currant squash. And most importantly, cheap. Squash? Uh, <laughs> you know Very what, cheap. Did you guys have squash? You know what squash is? Do you remember what squash is? I don't remember what squash was. The drink, squash. squash. Maybe squash. <laughs> I, I don't know what was in it. They just handed it. Yeah, to I, me. Never, I never. I never saw them ever, make it. Do you remember Ribena? <laughs> I Ribena. really familiar. It I was just like drank a drink. So squash. Flex your UK knowledge. No, <laughs> squash is like um a syrup, like a drink syrup that you could pour in oh, water. Like I'm sure syrup that's kind of yeah. It's really was gross. it like there a was definitely color? a syrup. Yeah, that's exactly what they used. There's different flavors, but pink is like the OG flavor. Standard one, yeah. And it's like a dark. 
pink. Yeah, it was yeah, fuchsia. Yeah, it's almost yeah, like, a, like it was almost like a purple. It looks color. not yeah. not natural. It was like at all. a pink purple. Oh, the flavor is black currant. It does not look like. What we're trying to say is that we drank a lot when we were in Europe. That is what you do. My pre-drink study abroad to like my drink was under twenty one. A bottle of wine was my pre-drink. Yeah, three-pound oh wine from <laughs> three pounds. Where, from the little what was the co-op. The, what was Marcus the grocery Spencer's? store name? No, the little tiny one down the street. Mm, the one we took the bus to, like Asda. Twice. Yes, it was Asda. Walmart in, in yeah. the UK. I haven't been through Asda. It's owned by Walmart. It's literally. Oh. It's just instead of everything being blue, it's green. I've been. I only did Tesco. Tesco was never close to us. That was no, more in Central. Asda was the only place to go. I was in Wales, so we had giant-ass Tesco's. It was a pain in the butt, though, because you had to take the bus and then carry your groceries I had back. a limit. I was like, two bags and done. Whatever. I, that's all I could take home every week from yeah. the store. It helped me like keep a budget, though. So no, same, out. because <laughs> yeah. for us, you had to hike up a mountain to get to Tesco. Because our school is on top of the hill, so if you need to get to Tesco... <laughs> You need to bring your backpack and your boots. In and England, like, they ugh. make sure the Americans work for their food. Seriously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not that that helped at all. I and definitely gained a lot of weight yeah. when I was yeah. there. The cafeteria I walked so much, and I was like, I don't fit in my jeans anymore. I look at those weekends. pictures sometimes, and I'm like, unrecognizable. You have to hike to get food. It was easily yeah. the biggest I've ever been in my life. And study abroad. Oh, yeah. I you came just home, drink. and my mom looked at me, and she goes, Are you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you gained a lot of weight, and I like started crying, and she was like, it's okay. <laughs> no, because all you do is drink and eat potatoes. Oh, yeah. The oh. food was bad. It's so many carbs. Yeah. And you bad. do walk a lot, but you drink yeah. way more. It was also, like, cold. Like, I felt like it was yeah. cold. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you don't sweat. Insulating yourself. <laughs> you so don't insulating sweat. insulating myself You're with food and alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. It was so, so fun, though. Warm. Like, what a... What that a, changed my life forever, for yeah. sure. Oh, oh, definitely. I totally agree. It, like, really sparked a passion for like exploring in me Same. which is so core to who I am 100%. so it was amazing yeah so going off of that then just tell us about who you are so how did you you're from New York originally yep. correct mm-hmm. so I just kind of I was telling the guys I was like she's from New York and you know she's working at this really cool network at, at least I didn't know that you had left yeah kind of just wanted to know how you were got you got into that network and then how you got into cosplay which is super cool so just have at it. The stage is yours. Yeah, it's all a little <laughs> wild journey. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess it kind of starts like the college that I went to was very it was Wagner, um, which oh, you yeah. probably have never heard of. It was on <laughs> Staten Island, very small liberal arts college, very expensive, <laughs> like a huge theater school. And I was super theatery in high school, but in college, like the a lot of the kids that went there were just. I don't know. They were very clicky. And like I was used to like down to earth, like at least at my school, in my high school, everybody was super like nerdy and chill and down to earth. Like it wasn't the same vibe. And I felt like a huge loss of identity because I didn't like fit in with those kids and I didn't really fit in with anybody else. So that was weird. Um, But I think it also sparked some professionalism in me because I really spent a lot of time studying and I started interning a ton. And that's how I kind of like got into TV. I started working for a small production company and then just with every semester I was working for a better and better company. So by my senior year, I went to, I was invited to a networking event, passed out my resume. It was like right before I graduated. Um, I was planning on moving to LA, had the plane ticket booked and everything. I like bought the plane ticket while I was drunk. I was like, (laughs) no take backs. I had to take it back. Did you buy a a one-way ticket? Yeah. I was like, no take backs. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, did I did. I that? did get my money back, oh, but good. I was I was trying to force myself to be like, no take backs. Um, <laughs> and then I and then I got that. offered the job, and I was like, okay, I now need to cancel this plane yeah. ticket. <laughs> I need, and it was hard for me because I was like that like wanderlust that sparked from studying abroad and from our back Angelique and I went back tra- backpacking Ugh. across Europe for like a month That's I feel so like dope. and yeah, we went to Spain went to a few different places it yeah was and Spain. I and yeah. I went to a couple of places after you went yeah back um and it just like I was like the world is so much bigger than like what I had experienced and right, it was yeah. such a cool feeling and yeah. I loved it so I got the offer and it was really hard for me and because I was like I just want to I get very antsy like most adults I feel like are afraid of change whereas right, yeah. I'm afraid of getting stuck in a bad situation uh-huh. and that's not necessarily Regular. it's not like I'm like afraid of commitment or mm-hmm. afraid to like be in one place for a long amount of time it's more that I'm afraid to get stuck in a situation. Yeah. That's yeah. so much more terrifying to me than leaping into the unknown, mm-hmm. which is a philosophy that I've found as an adult. Other adults are very condescending about. Oh. They're, I've mm-hmm. like just found that people are like, why do you why do you think that way? Or they're like, why aren't you playing by the rules? Yeah. Like yeah. you're gonna be poor and homeless and whatever. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I think for generations we like we were told that like uh, you gotta root yourself in something. Yeah. You gotta mm-hmm. you know build a solid foundation and that's the only way to grow up. But like I think we're realizing that that's not the case. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And so. I and I've it's been really cool since I made the leap to find other people that are feeling the same yeah. way as me. Yeah. And it's like it it made me feel so much less isolated because right before I took the leap I was feeling really isolated. Everything you're saying is like everything to my core. Like I'm feeling that now, like Mm -hmm. that fear of getting stuck in something that I did not sign up for. Yeah, scary. It is scary. And that's the thing. Like, to people that sort of, uh, I guess, want something more. The scarier part of that is the uh, is the opposite. The scarier part is just li- it's living in your hometown and growing old and f- settling in some job that yeah. you can pay your bills and pay your rent with. But like, there's nothing more outside of that, you know. Yeah. That's to, like to me, and I'm sure like with you and Mariah, it's yeah. the scary part is that. Yeah. That there is some fear in the unknown, but Definitely. it's a little uh, more invigorating, I think. Than... I feel like chasing your happiness is so much more important. I feel yeah. like people mm-hmm. totally lose track of that. Yeah. Like, and I, like, oh, yeah. s- personal, but, like, I spent a lot of my, like, childhood in a lot of bullying situations. And mm-hmm. I, like, had, like, a little bit of depression problem when I was in high school. Yeah. And, like, spending... Like, coming from that background, my philosophy now as an adult is, like, chase your happy. Right, like, yeah. n- nothing else should matter. And and people, I feel like they're like, oh, well, I'll grit down and I'll pay into this system because I'm going to get this outcome. Mm-hmm. And the outcome is so attractive and sounds great. But most of the time, you wake up, you know, 20 years down the line, you're not, you were not given that outcome. Yeah. And mm-hmm. definitely our generation is not going to be given that outcome. Yeah. You can see, by the way, that companies aren't the same. They're, they don't value their employees anymore. You're mm-hmm. just a number to them. Right. Like yeah. everybody goes to college, everybody, you know, like they're mm-hmm. like, you are expendable. So why am I, you know, sacrificing my happy for, yeah. for what? I'm, it's yeah. even less of a chance that that's going to be the outcome. Yeah. But I feel like our generation, we're not, most of us aren't tolerating that the way yeah. our the former yeah. generations are doing. So I think that's why 
we're all broke, but we're all finding ways to make money in ways that make us happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even yeah. if, you know, just being creative. And I think yeah. we're so much more creative than some generations before us. Not that they yeah. weren't creative, but they were suppressing that creativity, yeah. Yeah. you know, Which for I money. Think, um, I'm reading Michelle Obama's book. <laughs> <laughs> no, she said something. And I was like, damn, that's true. That like our parents, because her parents invested in her. Mm-hmm. Like, they yeah. didn't, they didn't, they invested in her, like, they made sure she was like that was their investment. I think that's like a lot of our parents. They're like, I gotta do what I gotta do yeah. for my family, and they sacrificed yeah. a lot, which yeah. I'm super thankful for. Agree. But I'm not gonna have kids anytime soon until I do the things that I want to do, and that's mm-hmm. not selfish. But I've seen my parents do that, and it did not. Like I love my parents, but I know that this is wasn't the life they wanted. Like them having kids derailed any sort of plans they had. Oh yeah. And it's, like, that's fine. Like, I'm so thankful they made that sacrifice. And they don't regret it. But I don't think I could do that. And a lot of... I see that in a lot of my friends. Yeah. For sure. So that... I do get a feeling like that's, like, the... uh, Tolerance level, the threshold level for that has dropped way down, though. Like, people aren't... I don't know. And I don't know if it's, like, the time's running out type scenario. Or if it's, like, what the feeling is that makes people, like set their boundaries more more mm-hmm. uh more definitively yeah and hard hard yeah. boundaries yeah. but yeah there's something going on that's making people feel like yeah. they need to stick to their guns more on on that point i feel like a lot of the older generations the very typical like the internet is destroying your lives mm-hmm. and some of the points they're making are are kind of valid, they're valid like yeah. we definitely are too connected I think in terms of like socialization has become really difficult I yeah. find that a lot of people I meet don't know how to hold a conversation without being on their phone and that's don't know something how to meet you and I was totally that way when I was in high school but it's something that I noticed in myself and really trained myself to be like no phone is down when I'm socializing with people you know I can relax yeah. with that later but on the flip side I think that it's given us a really awesome opportunity to be creative like Etsy and point, which yeah. I'll talk like more about later like YouTube like all all these different mediums Mm -hmm. in which like we can become our own boss and work hard for our money in the way that we want to it's so much easier and more accessible to us now I feel like it's an excellent tool if like you can be responsible and learn that you know it can't be a social crutch and even socially the way that we're moving forward like our generation is like no like you can't like call like call out cultures it's problematic but it does have its positive sides because things like the, for example Gucci with that horrific thing they had just oh, put the, out yeah 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 that the, sweater uh, that is pull- oh that they put out a black what? yeah what? I didn't know it that. was pulled fast it was yeah. maybe up for like two days wait 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 can you quickly give us a quick lowdown yeah. I did not yeah, hear about basically, this yeah. Gucci released a hoodie or neck collar oh God. that was extremely <laughs> racially insensitive. It was a black sweater that okay. came up and the the neck of it go can come, come up and go around your mouth. <gasps> but around the mouth, there's like a red lip cut out. Which is classic blackface vaudeville. Very like when they trope. do the cartoon And look. it's like really? It's yeah. 2019. Wow. That's yeah. insane. And Gucci already pulled it. Oh my yeah. good. No, and yeah, someone like, got fired. Yeah. We'll call him up. Definitely. <laughs> hey Gucci. We're listening. <laughs> but I'm our generation did that. Right. It's we're true, not tolerating yeah. that type of behavior. No, we're not. It's true. But going off what you said about social media, I think it's anything 
to an extreme or anything in abundance isn't necessarily good. So if you have the self-control that you're talking about, it can really be a great tool. So many guests we've had in the past, Elijah, Jackie, they're using it to their advantage. They're not using it just to talk to friends. And I think that's a really important point. Yeah. So then what happened? So you got this job. Yeah. So I'm working this job and I love dream job. Yeah. And I loved, I did love the work. Like I really enjoyed what I was doing. Like, Mm -hmm. You know, getting to work on all this amazing content, getting to edit, work on social media pieces, pieces that were getting aired on TV. Like, it was really cool to be – I was working in the promotions department. So it was super cool. And I actually really did like my team. And it was cool. It was totally female-driven, which was really cool cool to see all these, like, strong women in power. I feel like I met a lot of really cool people. Um, But then there was a shift in – dynamic they actually ended up firing half the staff oh, wow. um and How long were you there at this point at this point i had been there i started in june of 2016 okay i want to say that this happened in september of 2017 i want okay. to say oh oh this is like over a year yeah of you working there wow. yeah okay. i want to say and i made it past that but mm-hmm. i think the only reason i did was because i was freelance they were only paying uh, me per hour yeah. they weren't paying me benefits i was not getting paid time off and wow. i had been working i worked for them probably closer to three or i don't know two five, to three like five years. days a week right. you yeah. had a regular schedule oh, full, i was a How was your job? Exactly. i was working for Permalance, them monday yeah. through friday yeah 10 to 6, mm-hmm. like, I got, pay- I got paid overtime when I worked overtime. Yeah. But it wasn't really enough to compensate for the law. And I was also, I feel like I was probably being underpaid compared to yeah. other companies. like right. Especially compared to the company you're working for. Yeah. Which, which was work. fine to me because I enjoyed the work and it was all well and good mm-hmm. until this shift happened. Mm-hmm. Then everybody was on edge. I started to see office politics, like, people not being so nice Mm -hmm. and I saw in myself my work ethic was not what it normally was Mm -hmm. because I was I lost my my supervisor was still working there but she was not a supervisor anymore so I was floating for months like six months I want to say with no supervisor and everybody and they had either promoted or fired all the other PAs so everybody was coming to me from all the different departments with fielding requests I was working so much And I just felt like no appreciation. If I had the tiniest little screw up, people were being really nasty to me or like, I just felt like all of a sudden, all these people that I really enjoyed working with, and it wasn't everyone, but like people just started getting like nasty and mean. And I started to feel bad about my work and bad about myself. And, you know, but then I would get angry and be like, no, like nobody is funneling the requests. Nobody's looking out for me. And, like, I'm just free-floating here, either doing nothing or being drowning in work. And people are yelling at me and for stuff. you're still freelance You know, I'm point. doing my best. And as a – you were identified – like, you were hired on as a PA, but you're doing big jobs, like editing live tra- oh, was yeah. commercials and Probably. stuff, it right? was It was an amazing opportunity that even though I was a PA, I was doing this work that was work. on air. You know, I was really helping the producers I was working with because they had so much work. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I helped make sure everything went through the sound – process went through the animation process and was delivering on time you know everything didn't always deliver on time but it was cool to get that experience to be able to almost like producer work to be able to shuffle everything along we're learning how to be that 
that role if you ever and got to that. So it was a great opportunity in the beginning, and then it just, the dynamic totally shifted. And there was a lot of politics going on about, like, you know, and everybody was worried about their job because of what happened. Work too. Yeah. There was very, like, everybody was nervous. So there was almost a little, like, power play happening. Yeah, and I'm yeah. at the bottom of it, being completely <laughs> right. forgotten. But except for when a mistake happens, then they remember oh. I work there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I just Some I just started bullshit. feeling bad about my work. Like, I felt like I was being, like, because I was being bogged down, I felt like I was acting really lazy. And, like, my work ethic was not what it normally was. And I just felt totally defeated. Um, yeah. And I just, and that I feel like on top of always wanting to move out here and make this move for myself, just kind of, it all came to a head in like when I turned 24, so last year in 20, the beginning of 2018, it all just kind of like what happened? snowball. I don't know. I just was like, I can't take it anymore. It's, it's just a real, like, I, I don't want to live here. I feel like I ended up getting promoted at my job, but I feel like it was just I don't feel like it was a promotion because they appreciated my work. I feel like there was, like, p- politics stuff going on with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked them. I was like, you know, I had been working there for, like, two-plus years at this point. Yeah. I was like, I'd really love it if you'd transfer me to California. Like, I really want to move out there. And I kind of was like, yeah, like, my family's moving out there. You know, I really want to do this. And they would give me false hopes. So they'd be like, oh, yeah, we'll look into it. And then Ugh. they'd come back at me like two weeks later when I bugged them about it and be like, mm, no. And it, it was frustrating because I was like, I know you transfer people out there. Like, yeah. this is a huge company. Yeah. I just felt like they felt like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like, it would be so much easier to just hire and pay someone less money to just come in as a PA. Right. You know? Like, they had promoted you at this point. Yeah. Your pay was different now. Yeah. Right. And so they just, I don't know, I felt very unappreciated. I approached them about this three times in that year. Like, wow. trying uh, to make transfer. this happen yeah. for me. And it got to the point where I was like, I cannot take it anymore. So mm-hmm. I just was like, I got to give my two weeks. Like, I got to do this. Um, and I was hoping that they would say something at that point and they didn't. And I like went home and I talked to my boyfriend about it because we were making this move together. And we just kind of like talked about our future, like what we wanted, where we wanted to go with just everything on like just hit all the points. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I don't want to work in this corporate environment anymore. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just TV in general. I'm sure this happens at any sort of offense. Like, I just don't, like, with the way things are right now, I was like, I don't want to work in this anymore. It makes me miserable to feel so underappreciated. And it makes me feel like all my work is for nothing. Like, I either want to be my own boss or, you know, switch it up. Um, So I kind of, like, I had done a lot of work with kids, actually. Like, growing up, I was a nanny. I was, you know, I I worked at a sewing school. Like, sewing school yeah wow. it's like all, these cool. sound like they're all like a million different stories <laughs> but they all like come together yeah to be like where story. i am right especially now especially yeah, you yeah, saying totally. you worked at a sewing school and like, yeah <laughs> like it's all coming together how yeah. you ended up where you are yeah so i yeah so i was like you know what you know what sounds really good i love traveling i'm i think i'm gonna go back to grad school to be a teacher i was like oh, i love i, I love working you. with kids um, I loved theater in high school. I would love my high school drama teacher, um, Desiree Ferrandi. 
Working Shout at out. Riverdale High Shout School. Out, Desiree. Right, that's a Riverdale High School? Yeah, Riverdale High School. <laughs> that's dope. This woman was, Shout out, I feel like, high. my saving grace in high school. Yeah. She just took this, like, nervous, awkward kid. Thank you, teachers. She, yeah, she was amazing. Bro. She literally just, she gave me so much confidence, so much encouragement. Like, another director would have overlooked me because I was kind of, like, nervous and awkward. She gave me all these opportunities to grow in my confidence and in my craft. And, That's like, awesome. I ended up, by the end of school, getting, like, these really great roles. And, mm-hmm. like, I was, like, Frenchie in Greece. I, remember, I was yeah. Violet, <laughs> Violet Beauregard in Willy Wonka. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, Violet. she just gave me all these wonderful opportunities to really, like, explore that creative side of me. And it felt like for the first time in my life like wow I'm like really good at something so she was amazing and I would love to be able to do that for because I feel like high school is such a hard time I mean growing up is hard yeah and I feel like to be able to like draw on my creative passions and like my like love for children and family I feel like I could really I would love to be able to give that to kids as well to make them feel to help them grow in their creative journey and make them feel like good about themselves so yeah, yeah. Awesome. so I decided that's what I and also like three months off, I, three months off in the summer to travel sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Getting home like yes. at three p.m. sounds good to me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and like I I know that there's a lot of issues with the teaching profession as well. Like they talk a lot about how they're being underpaid and like there's a lot of like government stuff involved. But I just felt like the pros so outweighed the cons for me because like I was like I would rather do that than work in corporate culture being completely defeated either either way you're gonna struggle like the struggle is worth it yeah Yeah. so that's kind of when I moved here I was like I'm taking on this journey I'm not gonna apply to tv jobs I'm gonna work as a nanny and like yeah so that's what I've been doing as well as the creative stuff the cosplay stuff obviously I've always been a very creative person (laughs) based on this whole conversation and um my mom's mother my grandma Darlene I was very close with her growing up she lived with us um she helped take care of me when both my parents were working Mm -hmm. um and she was like this master creative seamstress she like taught herself she like had a very hard upbringing Uh, she was just such an inspirational person anybody who met her was like this is the most amazing woman and she unfortunately passed away very young in her Mm -hmm. late 50s she passed away from bladder cancer And I, that was really hard to lose her. And so my whole family in honor of her took sewing lessons. So that's how I started sewing. And I started sewing young. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to sewing school, like you were saying. Yeah. And then I started teaching at that same school I was learning at. Like I was like 12. Like it was like my first job. Do you hand sew everything? No, I work on a machine, but I hand sew what needs to be hand sewed. Yeah. You're like a really good hand sewer. Yeah. So when you were a kid, you would help at the, at the school. You were 12. Yeah. It was a job. Like I was paid. Yeah. Yeah. You were doing taxes at 12. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I got paid as an employee there. I was te- and I was teaching as young as three years old, all the way up to like people that were like older, wow. that like hey, had kids go. and were learning and stuff. So it was really wow. cool. And then in always been nerdy, always been creative. I kind of like I remember you got loved Spider Man when I met com- you, right? I love Spider Man <laughs> so much. Shout out to my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you are Spider Man. She moved to LA with Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, me and Peter Parker were like, yo, we're done with this New York City scene. We outie queens. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Oh yeah. That's a better story. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one you don't read about. Peter, yeah. read about. Peter and Gwen make it out. Thank you for saying Gwen. Like, yeah. That like really.
really makes me happy because Thank you. I'm I'm such a Gwen supporter, but that's a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so how did you, so you just blended the two, but, um, you have like gotten a pretty cool following on Instagram. Yeah. So did that just come from like making, like going to uh, conventions and stuff like that? So I like went to a Comic-Con, one of my like very few friends I had in college took me to a Comic-Con and it was my first one in college, but I didn't have my sewing machine or any of my crap. I just like dressed up from stuff in my closet. Like it was fun. And I was like, I love this. So when I graduated college and I was in such a huge transition, like I totally left college behind, like wasn't friends with the same people, like was really starting a new, my like adult life. Um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go to Comic-Con by myself. Yeah. And cool. so I, that is really cool. I like saw, Comic-Con? yeah. And I, I loved Harley Quinn, like loved her comics growing up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I hold We're on. Let me out a pick right let now. Let me see if I can find this first dress I made. So the Suicide Squad trailer had come out. The movie hadn't come out. So this out. was okay, probably yeah. twenty and early twenty sixteen, yes, right? Okay. Yes. And there was this scene. If you've seen the movie, where she's in this gold club dress and she's like, yes. Yes. and I was like. I need that dress. I was like, it's perfect. So I just went and bought like sequined fabric. I didn't even know what it was made out of at that point. Cause (laughs) it was like this two second clip from the trailer and I'm like pausing it, like taking these crappy screenshots. The whole idea was just based on the trailer. I was like, I need this, this dress. Like I need (laughs) to make it. That's the dress you're talking about. Yeah. So that wasn't a very good movie, but that she was really good. No, it wasn't. But I love Harley. She was. was So I made this dress. And it got a lot of attention Whoa. because it's like kind of a sexy dress, and like Harley Quinn is huge oh, in the in yeah. the Comic Con community. Everybody loves Everybody Harley. Loves Harley Quinn. And all these like photographers were pulling me over to like take pictures of me. Oh, I ended shit, up spending all day doing like photo shoots, which I like didn't even know was a part of Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. And I started getting like, and I like met some friends with like the other models, and I started just like getting involved in like, uh, just like modeling comic-con stuff and like getting involved with the photographers and the cons and like doing stuff on instagram and like learning the ropes of like how to promote yourself because it's like this whole hidden world there are girls that live in la that make their entire salary as cosplay models on instagram and they're incredible and so it's it's this cool blend of like you know sewing skills special effects makeup, like uh, prop building. Like it's this cool blend of like all these different like physical creative things. And I just like started making costumes and I loved it. I like loved portraying these characters that I loved. I liked the people I met and I just, it just kind of snowballed from there. I started getting like uh, a moderate following. Yeah. Um, And then when Instagram changed the algorithm, it actually kind of, fucked me over completely what happened they like i I forget when it happened i want to say it was early late 2017 or early 2018 i was like gathering a following really fast Mm -hmm. and then when they changed the algorithm it like halted it like halted at i was at 2k and it halted which is not which is not a lot but But it's more than like the average person just yeah yeah so it just like was like a standstill and I was like what and I like couldn't figure it out and then I was like I don't even care anymore like yeah I just what did loved they do? what I was doing um they made the um your timeline not oh, chronological yeah. oh I hate that so that was number so one annoying. number two they like 
made it so that like if people were commenting on your things it would bump it up to the top of like the discover page there i don't even know all the things that they did yeah. but like i like a lot of cosplayers spend a lot of time trying to crack the code so you can start like yeah doing i don't like again. that it's not in chronological because i'm just like oh this was posted five days ago and i look like a creep yeah. for liking this photo yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I totally yeah. get it. Yeah, and, like, learning the story feature and all this, like, I don't have it nailed down. I'm just, like, I picked up a couple, like, tips and tricks just from other models and photographers yeah. that I'm friends with and stuff. But I just love it. And I, like, started, when I quit my job, I started launching, like, Etsy stuff because people would always ask me, like, oh, can you make me this costume? And I was like, I have oh, no time to make you that costume because I have a full-time job. Yeah. But now I do have time. And and that's what commissioning means, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, Can you define yeah. commissioning, please? Like, fully? Because I have no idea. I saw it on your bio, and I was like, I think oh, that's what yeah. it means. <laughs> so it's basically just like, I don't know, it's kind of like an entrepreneur thing. I mean, it could apply to anything. Right. But okay. for cosplay specifically, it's just I'm saying my commissions are open, which means if you see something on my page you like or you just have an idea – that you like you can contact me and talk to me about that idea i can draft you up some sketches we can talk about fabric and oh, we can cool. see if you want to commission me so pay me to make you a costume yeah wow yeah. that's so cool yeah that is really cool so while you were at tv was this kind of just a creative outlet for you or yeah, it was just something i love to do yeah yeah Aww. That's amazing. It was just super fun. It's I, I it wasn't ever something I was like, I'm gonna be a professional cosplay model. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so hard. And also a lot of those girls who are incredibly talented, they don't just model cosplay, like they do boudoir shoots, which is like you take a character, for example, if you're gonna do like black cat from Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. okay. And you would literally just wear black lingerie and a silver wig and yeah, be like, yeah. I'm black cat and a mask. <laughs> <laughs> like oh. so Here like she is. that's really big in the cosplay community. And I totally commend those girls for being confident and, like, loving their bodies and stuff. And it's not that I don't love my body. It's just that... That's not your that's style. That's just not me. It's a specific like, avenue. Yeah. yeah. It's, I don't want to post, you know... Yeah, yeah. ...pictures of me in my underwear on my Instagram. Yeah, fair enough. It makes enough. me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. because, just because, like, people are so creepy. And that's, I, like, uh, I yeah. know the comments would sit with me. Like, yeah. I would... And people, even though I don't post stuff like that on my Instagram, people still are, like, flooding in my DMs with creepy crap. And yeah. it, like, haunts me. Oh like, my God, I, like I, I don't have a good stomach for people, like, I have being heard of, way. like, that darker side of the comic, just, like, comic world in general. Like, create, like, like hitting on so you really creepy. inappropriately yeah. and stuff? Yeah, it's <gasps> creepy. Yeah. So, and so everybody gross. that is in this world, like, experiences that. But I don't want to do anything that's going to up the volume of that. Right, yeah. Because yeah. I'm just the type of person, I can't, like, stomach it. It just, like, haunts me. Yeah. Right. Especially when you're at a level, like, where you're making your first wave known. Yeah. You want to be really true to yourself. And if that's not yeah. you, you shouldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah I totally until you can put, your, like, a wall between yeah. Yeah. yourself and, and that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not sure. really for me, but I support other people that it's for. Yeah. <laughs> so now that you're in L.A., have you been able to, like, have you done anything new for cosplay? Have you been posting yeah, things? Yeah, what is it like or... out here doing that? Yeah, what's yeah. the difference between it's New a, York and L.A.? Is it's there, a, is totally there a different, different scene? scene, yeah. Okay. It's a whole, yeah. it's a different dynamic. For sure. And, but I've met some super amazing people. Like, truly, when I first moved here, I posted on my story and was just like, I didn't like I wasn't like friends with anybody right. in that world here yeah. Yeah. and I was just like hey like 
LA cosplayers. Like, I'm moving yeah. to LA. <laughs> I think I'm going to go to LA Comic Con when I get there. Does anyone, like, hang out? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I was like, I'm a loser. I don't know anybody. <laughs> and these it two takes a, girls. That's a, takes a brave, uh, that's a, there's bravery in that, for real. Yeah. Like, really is. I was like, I got to just, like, put myself out there. Did yeah. you make it to LA Comic Con? Yeah, I did. I met was these two girls that, like, I didn't even really knew, like, followed me. Like, it's Aww. not, because some people you follow, like, you always reply to their story, and you guys kind of have a cute little, like, thing mm-hmm. going back and forth. These weren't people that, like, I even knew followed me. Right. Um, and Rachel Stinger, that's her Instagram as Shout well. Out. Shout out, Rachel. Hey, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel is such a sweet and genuine human. And she, like, she was like, oh, my God, like, I love your stuff. Let's, like, hang out or whatever. And then this, um... This girl named Anne, who's It's Goody Girl on Instagram, she has a huge following and she's incredibly talented. And she like reached out to me and she was like, let's hang out at LA Comic Con. And I like didn't even know she followed me. Like it wasn't on my radar and it was really cool. And I met so many of her friends Mm -hmm. and she's such like a genuine, amazing, fun person. Yeah. And so I was like so thankful that she kind of like introduced me to so many cool people and that yeah. I got the opportunity to like start a friendship with her because she's been really cool so there's a lot of like really wonderful people here oh that's great yeah. that's so cool so to, so now like what's what's in the future for you are you still considering teaching like is that still the yeah. primary goal yeah so I'm wow. working in any position um I'm probably not going to be able to go back to school right now just because um, you have to had applied yeah. when I was oh, moving yeah. here. Right. So right, yeah. I feel like fall 2020 is going to be the soonest I'll be able to get into school. But I'm cool, doing yeah. like preparation stuff for it. Yeah. And like awesome. really playing into my creative side, which is doing wonderful. Doing all the cosplay yeah. you can and right like, now. Yeah. And I'm trying to like turn it into a business. Maybe like maybe it'll take off and it'll become a full time thing. I'm kind of doubtful that it'll go in that direction though mm-hmm. because – if I was charging people per hour, nobody would buy the costumes because they'd be like $20,000. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Legitimately. people are so used to buying clothes at the price they're at because they're being made in like a sweatshop yeah, overseas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, per- a single produce. person yeah. and I cannot mass produce things. Exactly. So you kind of have to like take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Like the amount of time that goes into it. Mm. I'm definitely not making up the money that is fair to that. Right. But, like, it's still extra cash. And, like, so I'll take, like, one commission a month or every two months. Just just because it's great extra cash, but it's not, like, overwhelming my whole entire life. It's time-consuming, though, for sure. Yeah, it's super time-consuming. And I want time for my own projects as well because it's, like, such a passion. Yeah, you got to build yourself out as much as you – yeah, for sure. Um, When it comes to cosplay, do you have, like, a – specific style or um specific genres you yourself like love and want to create or is it just kind of like is it based on things that you like or is it just based on like cool costumes or cool characters that you see right now yeah a lot of people do that and my boyfriend's in marketing so he's always like you know this is going to be like hot this year like maybe you (laughs) should it'll help grow your instagram and i'm like (laughs) but i just want to make Characters nobody gives a crap about, you know, like, not not really, like, I cosplay some popular characters, but to me, 
Like, I, what are your favorites? I oh, she think has about, a good one. Oh, I love my baby doll from Sucker Punch. Oh, I really, yeah, love, yeah, yeah. I really, there's like 10 year old movie that does not have a fandom. I totally forgot about but that But I movie, totally yeah. love that costume. It's so fun. The makeup is like really transformative for that Movie's one. Wild. So it's yeah. a really, it's such a good movie. Yeah. I always cosplay characters I just like have a passion for. Yeah. Because my favorite part about it is like, when I have the costume on, when all is said and done and I'm in like a location shoot yeah, and I just like get the picture back and I like, I'm like, oh my God, I like, I am this person. Yeah, like Luna that's Lovegood so cool. Or something. I that's do cool. love Luna. Oh, you are Luna so amazing. Luna. Yeah. Oh. That's a good one. So yeah, I just like, I just cosplay characters I love. Because awesome. I love like just, to me, this is like, oh, this is this art. Like I'm becoming this person. That's so cool. And that plays into like the theater background too, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. You do Daenerys as well, don't you? Yeah, I <gasps> do. I am two seasons behind you guys. Just be careful. I'm almost caught up. I'll be caught up in April. <laughs> the costume I have for her is her Dothraki costume. So don't worry. So okay. you see the one in it over here. I think that's my favorite. It is my favorite. It's so fun. I, and Cal Drogo. She has such beautiful... My boyfriend does an amazing Cal Drogo. He's not, he is not a cosplayer, but like anytime he allows me to pull him into this, like I put the makeup on him and he looks exactly like him. Whereas without the makeup, he doesn't look like him. But like we went to Comic-Con last year and he did Cal Drogo with me. His costume didn't come in time, so he wasn't even wearing like a Cal Drogo costume. <laughs> like he was just doing the makeup and yeah. he had like the braided wig or whatever. All these Daenerys girls were like, Oh my god, can I take a picture with you? <laughs> you look just like him. And Joe's just like, sure. <laughs> What's happening, babe? Yeah, he's like, What's going on? <laughs> but yeah, I love I also love characters that have like props that i can play with like i oh, like being yeah. like an action character where i can do like action shots yeah you had the is it a hammer for harley quinn yeah, or? yeah. Oh, that's cool. this like giant hammer. oversized hammer that, yeah. that was really my cool friend made me. i once saw a girl this girl i went to college with did cosplay and she did buffy and it was so cool because it was so simple yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah what is your what is your favorite cosplay that you've done and what's your favorite one that you want to do in the future or one that you're excited for? Gosh, that's so hard. <laughs> three, I like, top three, top three. I love them all. I need to like look. I don't even know. I don't even know. I definitely creeped you and I was like, oh, <laughs> so many things. I love yeah. that. Please creep me. Just don't but, leave sexual comments in my DMs. Ew, no. <laughs> that's I'll all leave, I care about. I'll Everybody leave, like, creep me. Oh, Just yeah. don't be creepy. I leave like emojis, like heart eyes, maybe a chocolate bar. <laughs> Thank you. Like Thank a you. unicorn. I have to use random emojis. Wink. God, I like no. I love baby doll. Okay, cool. And Number I love and I love Harley just because Obviously, I don't look like Margot Robbie, but like when I do the makeup, I feel like I really look like she does in the new comics, the Rebirth comics, Mm, which are my favorite portrayal of Harley. Yeah. So that's so, so my roller derby cost, Harley costume, which is from the Rebirth Harley Quinn comics, which is, she is the anti-hero of Coney Island, like kind of like a superhero, but more like a Deadpool sort of vibe of Coney Island. And she's left the Joker and she's like this own like badass woman. And I just really like those comments, uh, those comics because she's just such a boss as she should be. That's so cool. I didn't even know about that line of comics. That's awesome. Me neither. That's cool. So you you read comic books as well. I do. Yeah. I'm not like a crazy avid comic 
reader. Yeah. Sure, I yeah. don't want people to think that <laughs> I think I know <laughs> everything about comics yeah. because I do not. Did, um, did you get but in, I enjoy some. Did you start reading comics before uh, cosplay or did Only cosplay? Only Spider-Man. Okay, yeah, yeah. cool. And then I, I, I love Gwen Stacy. Yeah. I'm going to add her to the list <laughs> I was do you because Gwen Stacy is my life. And you have cosplay? Yes. Okay. I was so nervous to buy the Spider-Gwen suit because it's like a skin-tight suit and I'm very short oh. and I wasn't sure like how it was going to look on me because most like spider people portrayal they're very tall and very thin mm. and i'm like only five feet tall and i was like this may look like a butthole on me <laughs> <laughs> but i was like i love her so much i'm just gonna buy no. it and yeah. i do you girl love do it she's you. the one with the uh, the it. white with the hood right yes okay yeah and she's, and, in oh, the new, uh, she's in the spider-man yeah oh i haven't seen it it's crazy because me and josh watched that and i was like Oh my god, now oh, yeah. I understand one of Sammy's cosplays. I didn't That's know right. I'm not yeah. so well versed in Spider-Man. I was like, yeah. wait, I've seen this before. I've seen those little blue shoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to see now. Yes, yeah, that was a really good cosplay. When Stacy is one. like such an important part of like Spider-Man. Just I think comic history in general. Ooh, do tell. Like she's oh, so, I can see that. so important. Um, so those comics started coming out, I want to say, in the 60s, the yeah. Amazing Spider-Man, the original Amazing Spider-Man run. Okay. Um, and they, when they introduced Gwen Stacy, I feel like, just as a Spider-Man fan, I feel like they really created her to be Peter Parker's, like, perfect match. Mm-hmm. She was, like, for the times, she was, like, pretty, like, feminist. Like, she was super badass and, like, yeah. she was, you know, really, I felt like kind of a team with Peter, even though she wasn't, like, fighting crime i just feel like they had a very progressive relationship for the time and it's so sad and then they killed her yeah she set up his like yeah like future that's like you think his backstory is over when like the uncle dies and stuff but that's not the case at all and then they kind of spoiler (laughs) alert from 1969 or something i only i don't remember when the comic came out i honestly only know this because i took a pop culture class in college and our professor was obsessed with spider-man so we studied amazing spider-man that sounds like a really cool class oh i love that it was a really good class but yeah they so they killed her and i feel like i don't know exactly why they made that choice but i well, feel like part Peter of it was mj so she, i feel like did she come of, before mary before mary she Jane? does but it's not really in a dating sense okay. i mean it's kind of is it's weird mm-hmm. like it's not very serious until after gwen mm-hmm. dies okay um and, and gwen when, is very serious and when gwen dies she, like peter tries to save her yeah and like it's important to note that he gloats because he thinks he did save her and then he looks down and realizes she's didn't. dead she oh, the green yeah. goblin threw her off a clock tower and he dove to try and catch her and he, shot out yeah. his web to catch her it catches her in her stomach and she goes like this she whiplashes <gasps> but because she had already gained so much momentum it actually snapped her neck yeah oh wow yeah. um it's so like, he thinks he's caught her and when he pulls the web up to get to her realizes that he in fact and that's killed what her. cripples him with not being able to tell anyone about his secret anymore because he yeah. thinks everyone I get close to dies yeah. Wow. And like, but it's hard because you yeah. took this woman who was like kind of like to me at least uh, like this feminist icon yeah, for the time soulmate. his soulmate and you turned her into a trope like other comic books started mm-hmm. killing off the love interest to further the hero's oh, angst yeah. so you took this mm-hmm. awesome lady and you turned her into something so opposite of who she was 
And so the Spider-Gwen comics kind of was, I feel like, them trying to be like, sorry, we effed up in the 60s and 70s, but here's Spider-Gwen. Here's an alternate one. And it's a really awesome comic. I want to read that. It's an alternate universe. Yeah. Yeah. She, where she gets bit by the spider instead of Peter, yes. and Peter cool. actually dies. Um, yes. He, it's in, in a different, in a different way. <laughs> right, Spoiler right. alert: Saint yeah. kills Dumbledore. Um, <laughs> oh my god! When I read that the first time, I was shook as a child. Yeah, I like put my book down. I was like, Mom! <laughs> I was like, He did what? Yeah. <laughs> And my dad was like, oh, Snape's good. I know it. I know it. It was like such a thing. Yeah. No, that was the There became mischief- the, the Snape defender. I remember I was like, there's no way. How is he not? I'm like, no, she can't do it. And I'm like, JK can't do it. And then she did it. And I was like, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Shout out to Lauren's show about Harry Potter. I <laughs> I was like, which I either oh, I love, love Harry which Potter. I either saw or not saw. Oh I don't remember. God. Chamber of Dark Secret. Yeah. What was it called? Dirty Little Secret. Dirty Chamber of Dirty So her, her burlesque troupe is called Dur- um, so it's called Dirty, Dirty Little Burlesque. Dirty, Dirty Little Secrets Dirty. Burlesque. And so I they call it. it the Chamber of Dirty Little Secrets. They did a Harry Potter. They did a Harry Potter. Or A Night Before Strictness. I love that. <laughs> they do a Game of Thrones one. Oh, that's insane. Yeah, that's So Oh, I like that. So to conclude... How do you feel you grew from, like, how do you feel like you've changed as a person, if at all? And what would you say to people in the same situation? Yeah, Yeah, I feel like, I think about this a lot, and I talk about it a lot. Because, you know, I had a lot of people being really negative with me when I made this change, being like, why are you leaving such a good position? You're, like, established, and, like, you have an apartment, and whatever. Why are you doing this? Why are you start hitting reset on your life? Like... And, but I also had some people be like, very privately be like, I'm like, so like astounded by that you made this choice. Right. Um, and it was really hard in the moment, but the minute I pulled the trigger and I got in that car and started driving, I felt so amazing. I felt so proud of myself. And every month I feel more and more proud of myself (laughs) that I made this choice. Because I know that even if I fail a thousand times, I'm the type of person who's going to do whatever it takes to make myself happy and make it work. Mm -hmm. So if a situation isn't working for me, I'm not afraid to change it. And that is comforting. That comforts the unknown for me. Definitely. Is that I'm a hard worker and that I feel like I could do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like the fact that I leap, took this leap of faith, like in myself really just makes me, and like, I say it all the time at random moments. I'll just be like, I really love this. Like, I really love living here and I really love my life. And it's really a reflection of just me saying, like, I'm really proud of myself that I did yeah. this that most people wouldn't do. Oh, and yeah. I feel like most people should. A hundred percent. I feel like if you're, I mean, if you're happy in what you're doing, I'm not telling you to quit your job and like. <laughs> but like make steps right, towards yeah. that. But I'm saying, I feel like if any part of your life is unhappy, you shouldn't be afraid to change it. Uh, you're like echoing everything I told myself for two years until I finally quit my job. It's the same thing. It was like, I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this on that episode, but it was kind of just like, I'm okay if I fail, but I will regret not knowing if I failed yeah. Yeah. by never trying. I so I also, totally understand where you're coming from. It's important to remember that you can always get a job, like jobs. Yeah. yeah. The food industry's not going away. Yeah. <laughs> you can't always Guys, serve there's money in nannying. If you good with yes. kids, there's yeah. money there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not Craig. rolling in no it, thanks. but I can live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get on like Craigslist. I nannied for like a year, and it was the best. I totally yeah. get you, for yeah. sure. I think... The, the, real quick. The, yeah. Um, 
because you're saying about uh, being afraid of the unknown and, and like the unknown is always going to be there yeah. regardless of whether or not you're happy or you're upset of your situation the unknown factor of it is always going to be there yeah so like do what you're going to do in spite of the unknown like exactly. it's i don't yeah. know i know a it's lot of so people important. have a lot of friends that got caught up in well, I don't have an answer, so I'm I can't move unless I have an answer. Yeah. But that's a state of yeah. paralysis, I think. If yeah. you're if you're unhappy with any part of your life, you you can make it work. Live oh, your best yay. life. Yes. Yeah. I think that's a through line on this yeah. show. Too. I know I, like I don't think I need to quit my job, but I need to quit. Chase your happy. <laughs> that's like I feel like that's my life philosophy. Yeah. Chase your happy. I Do what you can that. to pay yeah. the bills, but like yeah. Yeah. Don't don't make the bills your your number one priority. I just need to remember to keep my eye on the prize. Yeah. And I can't let myself get frustrated with the now. Because, like, I have yeah. a job and I don't hate it, but I definitely don't love it. But, like, I need to remember, like, Mariah, you can't be homeless. And two, <laughs> like, you have to, like, double down on yourself and, like, yeah. keep working. And, like, I'm trying to stack my money so I can quit. Yeah. yeah. And give I'm also a really a good budgeter if you want to hit tips. me up, I'll help you. <laughs> I, have, you I have been known to change people's savings accounts. <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh, hey. there you go. I'm really, really good at budgeting. <laughs> you should make that a side hustle real yeah. time. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Shout out to our first sponsor, I get Sammy's Budgeting Company. Yeah. <laughs> I get the discount because I gave you the idea. <laughs> you can teach people a lot. You can teach yeah. people how to budget, how to sew. Had, you, it's just a general I'm a, teacher. I'm a renaissance woman. Yeah. You are a renaissance woman. Yeah. I want to be a renaissance woman. <laughs> you are a renaissance I think woman. I'm a sancy woman. A sancy woman. <laughs> almost at the ren. I'm just sancy right now. <laughs> You'll get there. I'll I'll get I, the LA Ren Fair is coming up. Oh my so God. It's so I need much to find fun. the other half of your renaissance. I heard the renaissance fair out here goes I hard. Really I really want to go. I've never it's been. So is it great? I've never fun. been. The re- it's the I'm wearing Daenerys Dothraki too. Oh, the renaissance. Um tip to anyone that goes to the Ren Fair in LA, bring cash. Their ATMs suck. And oh. I knew a friend that stayed in line for an hour to get cash out. Oh, oh no. Just, no. Good tap. Just you Good know. Tip. Yeah. No, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. If I go, I'm gonna talk about the whole time. Hey, maybe Where uh, are we going? Where is the ATM? Here's my question for you, Angelique, though. This is a really important question. Of course. Um, at the Ren Fair. Do they have like a jousting portion of it? <gasps> yes, they do. How, there is a show. How good is it? To be fair, we got there a little late, so they wouldn't let us into the bleachers. We were so like rude. on the edge. We had to walk away because we couldn't even see anything. Because I'm but very judgy about Renaissance did fairs. It sound, it had I'm a, like, you better go hard. No, yeah, you, you better, better pay hard. someone. Smack each other's heads in. Fair. Like the New York like Renaissance fair. Their joust is amazing. <laughs> it's so good. They definitely had a full crowd, but I did go on a Saturday, so like I'm not surprised. When is I it? Know Let's go. It's soon. Beginning of April. I know Phoenix wants to go so bad. Go. An SIGF trip to the Ren Fair. My I little so brother down. wants to go really bad. What are you guys going to dress up as? I'll help you cosplay. Oh my you should legitimately help me because I didn't get to, I don't to even dress know. up last year. I don't even know. Damn, what do you want? So many Who's your favorite character? That? What like what? I don't even know what I would dress up as. I want to do something from back in the day for sure. Like, I love like the Dark Ages, Middle Ages type like English feel. Like oh maybe Lawrence from Black Knight. Helena, (laughs) Helena Bonham Carter from Sweeney Todd or something. Uh, We just got a three D printer actually. So oh my god, I know what I want to be. Really fun. I want to be Hermione, but like book Hermione. 
Do it. That'd be good. Do yes. it. Us. I have a because when I time. first read it, I was like, like, "She's brown." <laughs> when I first read it, I thought she was brown. I I'm love just her. Saying. She's one of my favorite characters. She's very clever with brown bushy hair. How many yeah. white girls do you know with brown bushy hair? <laughs> I mean, I get it. I got real bushy hair. I got real, real Girl. bushy hair. But when we were in clever? London, our I'm hair was <laughs> I am at Ravenclaw, but not really. You, I'm, I'm not. like the Luna Ravenclaw, though. Very creative. Yeah. I'm like not, uh, like I was academic, but I wasn't like, I, I wasn't focused on academics. Right. Like yeah. I did well, but I, w- I didn't like, I wasn't was like nose to the ground. Do you know yeah. your house? Do you know your house is? Yeah. Please I tell me. This is I important. believe I was Gryffindor, but I'd like to take a second test just I've, to make sure. I've, same, I, but I believe I was Hufflepuff. I'm oh, Slytherin. Yes. Import, important question. I've never taken a test, but actually I'm Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. Important question. Do you guys know what your Ilvermorny houses are? Yes. The American what? Wizarding School. Oh, What's oh, yours? What? Oh my God, it's no. I am Thunderbird, which Ooh, is of the soul and American. adventurer. And I really feel that house. Like, I love Ravenclaw, but I really feel my Overmorning house. So, but in both countries, you're a birdhouse. <laughs> birdhouse. Oh, <laughs> I never thought about it like that. <laughs> I didn't mean to get weird, but you're Ravenclaw, and then... Th- that's so cool. So there's a connection there. So there's a, a there's an American wizarding school? Well, think yes. about the new... A North Air- American wizarding school. It's called Ilvermorny. Ilvermorny. And there's four houses, like Hogwarts. Um, I'm going to totally butcher the names because they're kind of confusing. But it's Thunderword... Horned Serpent, Wampus, and Pudgewidgey. That's the one that I like. Pudgewidgey. I'm not convinced that I just said that properly. <laughs> Pudgewidgey. But it makes sense because this new era of the Harry Potter movies, they're set in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So think about it. There's a whole the other. The era of them? Of the the kinds, yeah, the Crimes um, of Grindelwald. Fantastic oh, Beasts. That's, that's all. That, those are the American yeah. wizards that's intertwined right. with the English ones. They don't all go to the U.K. for school. So yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're not all Los Angeles. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, those movies. Though, she really I set know. up that whole that whole like franchise to just expand. It's wild. It can yeah, go on so forever crazy. if they want it to. There are they certain things she needs to stop in certain. <laughs> in How certain do you aspects, feel about though. the cursed child? I, cursed. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. about to make a lot of enemies. But oh, that was the play, I right? Literally hate it. I think I it is the worst re- thing that's ever happened. I heard it's really I bad. Yeah, I don't want to watch it. I refuse to allow it to be canon. I think it's a really shitty fan fiction. <laughs> um, oh, it was fan fiction? fan fiction. I feel like it is. Whoa. I think it's on the low It's it? terrible. No, it's, it's a, not. Like it's not the fact by that her, she allowed it? that to be published hurts my soul. And I feel like all my like New York cosplay friends that are like in that are theater people. Yeah. They're like, yeah. oh my play. god, it's amazing. Like, wow, changed my life. And I'm like, I heard it's written. I badly. really, I really don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I like close my mouth. I don't say anything yeah, to them yeah. about it because I don't want to offend I'm a them. Not. Hell yeah. <laughs> but did she? Did she write it? I thought she didn't. She she, she got story I don't by right. She did, but I think she she approved it. She had like, to approve it. Yeah. I was gonna say so. Like the it, no, it's an authorized first copy. of all. Nobody wow. nobody trying to tell me. Spoiler alert for Cursed Child, guys. <laughs> Please don't tell me this doesn't sound like the most fan fiction thing you've ever heard in your all life. Right. So what, what happens? Harry's son and Draco's son become best friends. Oh. Everybody hates them, including their siblings and Hermione and Ron's kids. What? Everyone just hates, um, hates them? They meet Cedric Diggory's cousin. She tells them, here's a time turner. Why don't you travel back in time and save 
like Cedric or whatever or, or your, and yeah. like they end up going through these rounds of traveling back and forth in time and totally effing up the entire system turns out that this Cedric Diggory's cousin is actually Voldemort and Bellatrix's love child what I'm sorry it's are we 12 years old writing a yeah. fan fiction right now on MySpace on Tumblr yeah on Please get out of my face. I have read some really incredible fan fictions that should be published as Harry Potter canon. This is not one of them. Wow. (laughs) Damn, you heard it here, folks. Exclusive. Sorry, I just went went on a hate rant right now. I tried to string them together to make something. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I've heard a lot of negativity towards Cursed Child, and I was just like, eh. I love the idea that it was a it was a script a, a play like yeah. it was written as a play not as yeah. a novel but besides that i was just like like I'm, I'm i fine. don't mind the idea of the malfoy kid and harry being friends yeah I don't but think. i think i think everyone hating them that's why like your siblings are gonna hate you like, that's when you strange, have ron yeah. and Jin, uh, um jenny and harry as parents oh Get i fucking hate movie jenny oh my god <laughs> movie the most jenny, real truth right here mo- movie jenny is like stale potatoes it's not the actress She's perfect. at all she's great it's whoever wrote her like, did you read the books? That's what I want to ask them. Because Jenny in the book is so full she's of life and like mm-hmm. she's sassy, great. and she like she's perfect for Harry. Like, it's yeah. perfect. Like, I love that that happens. But in the movie, she's like, oh, say something uh. important. Like, oh my god, and she's so awkward. And it's. The actress is beautiful. Yeah, she's like an awkward character. And she's in the like movie. a good actress. Yeah, she's a great it's actress. It's not her fault. And her, no. like, in person is stunning. Yeah. So I remember when I first saw her in person, I was like, what? What? The, what? what? Who is what like, this? What? Wait, you have so much to work with. My, like, my favorite <laughs> movie Jenny scene is uh, the one in Half Blood Prince, I want to say. Okay. Which is my favorite film not my favorite book goblet of fire right, wait um, what but that film sucks i love that film oh i love it for so half blood print or yeah, half half blood blood half blood but my my favorite movie Ginny scene because it makes me absolutely fall on the floor and pee my pants every time i see it <laughs> is when they're like at the burrow and she's like harry let me tie your shoe for you and the camera stays on harry's level and she just like dips oh! down <laughs> and like every time become... i'm like yes yes jenny <laughs> thank you for bringing this get to it me. girl <laughs> you tie that shoe <laughs> oh you missed that's fine just keep going and they like totally meant it that way too. Yeah, there was yeah, yeah. no other reason that they would have that scene that was in a there. Choice, yeah. It was a choice, and I was here for it. <laughs> Do you believe that in the Harry Potter universe there are? Um, supernatural creatures like vampires and things like that because I don't think I there think is in the books they do right? talk briefly about like them. touched on they well totally, there's werewolves yeah. that's true I think that's they true. do touch briefly on vampires in the last book I feel like they just mention it offhandedly like in passing. when they're talking about uh, Fenrir Greyback am I mm-hmm. saying his name right mm-hmm. I'm, I'm horrible with names I will butcher every single name that's I think ever I want to reread them I haven't read them in so I think they long. briefly talk about about vampires. I read them late in life. I didn't read them till I was 15. They're so good. I went to just different Goodwills and just like created right, created my collection. So I yeah. have some hardcovers with no nice. like yeah. sleeve on them. I have some paperbacks, but I made it happen. I bought I Rachel, my sister, um, the British edition when I was in Paris. I found it at like oh, an I old love. bookstore. Oh, that's really cool. And it's like the hardcover. That's the cover. Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you guys seen the house versions? 
So they've created sets that are like, this is the Ravenclaw version. They look like really old school books, but they're blue Ooh. and they have like gold I binding. the Slytherin version. They do. They have, the, they have every, every house. One. Oh, yeah. Slytherin's get a so bad rap. We are dope. I am a avid Slytherin and an avid Hufflepuff defender. I feel like people always shit on those two houses, they and do. it's not they fair. It's not. It's not fair. Even not JK. all Slytherins are bad people. We're not. I avidly believe that. And not all, and not all Hufflepuffs are the other house. Hufflepuff has so much virtue that nobody talks about. A uh, Cedric. Shut up, Daddy. He is a babe. <laughs> first Daddy, of all, <laughs> can, can I tell Vampire you a really Daddy. funny story yes. that this is reminding me of? So I Did you say Diggory Daddy? Yeah. <laughs> no, Vampire Daddy, but Diggory Daddy's better. <laughs> Go so ahead. um I am an annual pass holder for Universal because it's like yeah. 10 oh, minutes. Yes. And also been. I just like dress up as Luna Lovegood every weekend and gallivant yeah. around the park. Yeah. But they have one ride. It's the Forbidden Journey. It's yeah. horrible. It breaks down constantly. It bro- we were on yeah. it and it broke down. What is it? Is it what is it's it? It's the flying uh, it's, one. It's a cool ride, but the technology needs to be updated. Is it the old back it's to the 3D. future? The one like, that you go through the you go, you through, go through Hogwarts. Through the school. Through no, the but school. is it the old Back to the Future ride mm, now in Hogwarts? No, I don't think so. Because so. they do that a lot. Is, no, this, this park was screens. totally... Yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah. part of the ride is you're in front of a screen, and the other part of the ride is actual animatronics. animatronics yeah. So we get to this part in the ride. It's me and a couple of my friends. One was visiting from New York. Her name is Jamie. Okay. Holly Peppermint on Instagram. She's an amazing cosplayer. Oh, yay! Uh, shouting out everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout them all out. Um, so we're on this ride, right? And they're, uh, they're, the screen is the Quidditch pitch. And Harry kind of flies in, and then Malfoy cuts him off, and he's like, showing off for your muggle friends, Potter. And <laughs> Jamie goes, yes, Daddy. And the whole ride shuts down. <laughs> like, you literally just hear, boom, 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 boom. Like, and all the, the lights turn off, the, right? The lights turn off, the screen goes blank. We're all like, she goes, I'm sorry. Like, what did I do? She was like, I'm sorry, I know it's a family-friendly ride. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. Oh, my God. That's so I want to go get a wand. Oh, I want sure. one. When we were on the ride, it broke down when uh, we're in the uh, the the forest part. Forest. Oh, no. Yeah. You had the spiders <laughs> roaming on you over down, and yeah. over Oh, Rachel can't yeah. go on that. Yeah. it's Oh, my God. She has arachnophobia. <laughs> she will fucking die. It's, it's a scary it ride, especially when it breaks down. We after your feet are they started yeah. to turn it back on, but they couldn't get the whole ride up and running. So like the the chair's going like this, but you have no context for it because there's no screen. Oh, so it just oh, feels yeah. so like just, the chair is going yeah. like crazy. And then they whip us to the side, and this fucking animatronic dementor is in my face. Oh, no. And I was like, ah, oh, that yeah. sounds worse. It's, it's really bad. It was actually terrifying. Oh. And then they were like, do you guys want to get right back on? Yeah, give me a fast pass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you owe me a fast pass after this. I know. It check. broke down again. Yeah. We went right back out, and it broke down again. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so You're mad. Like, I'm just done. This is We're stupid. like, all right, this is enough. We're riding the churn machine for today. That's pretty much what it is. I remember yeah. one time I was on the Winnie the Pooh ride and it broke down. <laughs> it that sounds scary. Yeah, and it broke down on the part when Pooh's like flying through the air. <laughs> oh, no. And I was high, so I was like, Whoa. I love that. Yeah. Well, guys, I think on that note, what have we all been listening to? Sam, yeah. you may do the honors. Go first, Sam. It's about gosh. that time. Yeah. <laughs> All I do is listen to Fallout Boy. <laughs> yes! yes! 
I like Fall Out Boy. It's one of my favorite fucking. It's bands. literally my favorite band. What's yeah. your favorite album? I, oh, Save Rock and Roll, hands down. I love Save Rock and Roll. I see. I didn't listen to Save Rock and Roll. The okay, last well, Fall Out Boy to, album I listened it's amazing. to was Infineon High. No, uh, from Folly, Under the Cork Tree. Folly you do. Well, Josh and I've had many a debate about New Fall Out Boy. Yeah. Because you ain't about it, from what I know. I'm just not a fan of the newer sound. As much as I am of their older stuff. I agree in terms of the albums they released after Save Rock and Roll, mm-hmm. but their first like comeback album is re- Save Rock and Roll is really good. That's the one really with the kid who is his face painted on the cover, I believe. No, that's... What was their single for that That's one? American Beauty, American oh, Psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, one yeah. before that, Save Rock and Roll. Okay. Um, there's like a, a little kid on the front. Mm-hmm. I I don't know where I he's it from. Okay. Um, but... It's re- that album. They do a lot of callbacks to l- like monumental lines, lyrics that they had from, from their past old stuff, records? and they oh, kind of wow. change like the harmony on it or change the beat on it, and like really? it takes on a okay. whole new meaning. And like it's really cool. Like um, "Miss Missing You" is one of my favorites on there, and they just have a lot of like really powerful lines. Yeah, and just like just the lyrics are just like really amazing They're yes li- that's it oh yeah 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 with that's the, it so uh, yeah, okay, yeah. two boys oh, yeah. on the album cover yeah um, for sure from their the, lyricism the, is incredible from like, under the and I feel like Save Rock and Roll is totally that their newer stuff like American Beauty American Psycho and Mania they're good but the, yeah, I don't Mania's feel like one. they're I, I don't passion. enjoy them as much as I enjoy their old stuff and Save Rock and Roll is like yeah. huge for me I just, they actually just put out a new song with, uh, <gasps> I don't know if you're aware oh. of like Lil Peep, of who that is. Um, he's an artist who died about a year ago, but he still has a lot of music that's being released. So him. Oh, wow. He's like younger um, than us, and he overdosed. Yeah, he in overdosed. Yeah. Where, where we're from, actually, in Tucson. Yeah. Oh, really? His brother was at the show. Yeah. Wow. Um, but it was it's Lil Peep, another rapper named McConan, and Fall Out Boy. All on a song. And it's really, it's, really, you should really listen cool. to it. It's yeah. really cool. It's a cool song. That's right. a good mix. Very unique. I love From Under the Cork Tree. Yeah, From Under the Cork Tree was Front my high back. school. If From Under the Cork Tree, thanks for the memories, or is that no, Infinity on High? No, this is no, Sugar, yeah. We're Going oh. Down, yeah. Swing it. Dance, Dance. Oh, yeah. my lawyer, dance. Our lawyers made us change the name of the song. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah, so I miss 16 Candles, A Little oh More Touch That me. title reminded me of Panic at the Disco's titles. Yeah, yeah well, I, mean, I, they, I like Panic too, but Fall Out Boy is my favorite. Cross a lot. Line is the most fun a girl can have without taking her clothes Yeah, I would describe my music taste as... Thirteen-year-old girl from two thousand seven. Yeah, eighth grade for like, sure. Like literally anything that was playing Warped in like tour. eighth grade. Paramore. Anything that was playing uh, yeah. at Warp Tour. Like <laughs> even like the songs that were just popular in that yeah, time. Yeah. Like Apple bottom yeah, jeans. Like anything that was popular in that time, especially in the pop punk genre at that time. Yes. Boys like, like girls. Fucking. Like yeah, oh. like fucking like Stacy's mom, like yes. shaggy songs, like that. I like love that Found shit. I will never grow up. You're on, you're on Spotify and you're like Bowling 2007 yeah. to 2008. That's Go. literally me. <laughs> Quick question, since we're talking about that, what's a better song, Lindsay Lohan "Rumors"? Oh no, or Paris Hilton "Stars Are Blind." <laughs> Wow, I'm gonna have to go with Paris Hilton. Yeah, Thank you. Paris Hilton I, I chose rumors. Did I choose rumors? You rumors. Oh man, <laughs> that is the Paris age-old Hilton. question. Paris, are you Paris Hilton? Stars are blind. I don't remember is a bop. that song. I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not saying it's quality. I'm just saying I'm it just entertains saying, those me. Two, <laughs> those two icons. I've been asking everyone because it's a Listen. it's a Sophie's choice. Hillary Duff, Hillary Duff's Metamorphosis album oh is still God. the greatest oh. album. Let's go I just back. back to the even the lesser known like the math. <laughs> yes, there was a song called The Math on it. So good. Do the Mine math. was you plus me. Take a crazy chance. Or Why even Metamorphosis. Uh, it was like a little like sensual beat. You're like seven years old and you're like, yeah. I just love You get it, Lizzie McGuire. Is there anything else that you've been bumping recently or just Fall Out Boy forever? Just, literally, I'm just stuck in 2007. Like if literally had, everything that was popular during that time. If uh, if someone came up to you and was like, I've never heard of Fall Out Boy, like what song should I listen to? What God, song would you recommend that's them? That's hard. That's hard because it's... I, like I said, I love safe rock and roll. Like, there's so much amazing shit on there. But I would say, like, th- to the core of them? Yeah. Like, oh, that's so hard. I know. That's a tough question. Maybe, like, Sugar We're Going Down is, like, very Ugh. fallout boy. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. I feel like, because Dance Dance is fun. Yeah. But I f- and I love it. It's one of my favorite music videos. You... Oh, but, the like, music video is cool, yeah. The music video for Sugar We're Going Down is fucking weird. Are you, are you a fan of Patrick Solo? Um, album or I solo. I actually don't know. Listen to a lot of. He his came out with that full solo. album, yeah, right? Yeah. He, I, he toured with. He opened um, for Panic at the Disco during oh, that wow. tour. It was really cool. It was I like a almost like a like a R and B album kind of. Yeah. Conversely, though, I actually like Panic at the Disco's newer stuff better than their old stuff. I yeah, do like yeah. their new like style. the opposite of Fall Out Boy. For sure. Like he can he can dying sing. in L A is such a beautiful song and they like, uh they really blossomed into something. He's such yeah. a he's a good vocalist. A powerhouse oh, for sure. He's, he's, he's a, a gorgeous human. I want to yeah. see him in Kinky Boots. So have you guys ever seen uh, his, his uh, drunk boots? history of Fall Out Boy on YouTube? No. He Brendan Urie gets really drunk and tells the history of Fall, Fall Out Boy, Boy and it's the funniest <gasps> thing you'll awesome. ever watch. So you have to like pause half the time because he's like spitting on himself like. <laughs> he's out of his mind wasted. It's a really yeah. funny video. Uh, he's, so, he's, a, he's a snack. Oh, oh love he him. Is. Oh, well, he isn't is. Pete Wentz is responsible for bringing him on or like bringing him up, yeah. right? Kind of in a way. Oh, I don't really know. I think, I think so. No, they came up. They, they helped lifted each other. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I love about Fall Boy too. They're so like, come on, guys. They're a pal. Yeah. yeah. They're a pal. Oh, and then two, the, um, Brandon Urie was on that song that you mentioned in a few music Bits ago. Oh, uh, that Benny Blanco song? Yeah. With yeah. Um, who else is on that song? Juice World. Juice World. Yeah. It's very, very cool. Fun. But yeah, what about you, Josh? Benny Blanco is now known as Benny the Butcher, just an FYI. Is he? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know. I did not know that. <laughs> what um, you've been listening to? Um, yes, I was uh, on Instagram a couple days ago. Um, I think I was actually I was sitting in the sauna at the gym, just like God, he's trying not to <laughs> same dude, try not to kill myself. But uh, sitting in the sauna, and uh, this dude came up on my Instagram under like a sponsored list. And usually, I don't click on sponsored ads because like, who, yeah, who cares? I don't want to. But this one seemed like a, a, a genuine artist. I was like, well, so I checked it out, and he is really fucking cool. His name is Gibbs. It's, <laughs> G I B G I double B. Sounds like a drug Z. dealer. <laughs> yeah, my homie. I'm gonna meet up with Gibbs. <laughs> not, it's not Freddie Gibbs. I thought it was Freddie Gibbs oh, at first, okay. but yeah. Oh, but this here, I'm gonna play a little bit. This song is called "Stay for a While." There's no use in the way. Let's retrace our steps. 
yeah. That. Yeah, I like, I like that, that too. Gibbs. That's, cool. that's something I wasn't even look, look, looking for, but that's cool. I heard it and I was like, damn, that's I haven't heard anything like this in a while. So I'm yeah. gonna stick with this for a bit. So yeah, that's what I'm listening to. Cool. What about My you, Mariah? Um, two people. Uh, Ariana Grande. Oh yeah, her, yeah, album, dropped. her album. album dropped, and I like half of it. I like the. <laughs> I like as you only did okay. <laughs> no, just she does this like weird gentrified trap thing, and I hate it. Oh, and, oh, okay. And like, I just don't like Sammy's those like, songs. Yup. Yeah, that's real. No, she does. <laughs> like, the, the Seven Rings looks like a gentrified like trap video but whatever <laughs> that's another argument for another day um but the song about like everything ghosting is like really good and i want to play a little well, humans don't understand and you've been so good and i'm putting you through more than one never should and i'm hating myself because you don't want to admit that that's the song you mentioned yeah, earlier about Yeah, it's like really sad. That was about Mac Miller dying? And like Pete Davidson, you guess, having to deal with it. Jeez. Yeah. Damn. That's so sad. What's the other thing you've been listening um, to? There, there's this artist I discovered, Summer Walker, and she's an R&B artist, and she just, she's so good. Girls can never say they want it. Girls can never say how. Girls can't never say they need it. Girls can't never say nah. Girls can't never say they want it. Girls can't never say how. Girls can't never say they need it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the video is so cool. It's like a roller derby, and like all these women are just. Oh, what was her name? Summer Walker. Summer I love Walker. music videos. Yeah, and it was called underrated Girls Need Love, but not like. Love. Yeah, like I feel like we're past the music video. Like I feel like when we were like. Middle school going into high school, music videos were life. Yeah. And I want that to come back to where I'm excited there's, to watch yeah. music videos. There's so many good music videos out yeah, there that is. I feel like aren't getting the attention they deserve. Yeah. 100% Speaking agree. Speaking of which, hint, hint. We may You'll or may see. not have another one lined up. <laughs> so I'll go next. Yeah. Um, what you been listening to? I've been bumping your guys' favorite artist, Mac Lamore. They never like my suggestions. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Like, I love both him with no Ryan promise. Lewis and I love his solo stuff. I'm talking about his solo stuff right now. I guess. So this this one song by him, I don't even yeah, yeah. know that well, but if you guys listened a few episodes ago, I recommended a song called Willy Wonka, which is on mm-hmm. his Gemini episode. Or <laughs> Gemini Gemini album, excuse me, from twenty seventeen. And there's this song if you like I think like four tracks down from Willy Wonka. And it's featuring a guy named Rain Wolf. So here we go. I can't even see the hate. I should probably check my eyes. I got 50,000 bones pointed at me in the sky. <laughs> Between the rock and a hot place. Go running with the stump face. Fire breather. Fire breather. So that's kind of like the sound of it. I just love that like old rock like kind of feel part. that it has. That guy, that's Rain Wolf that's doing the chorus. Like Wolf. Part. Yeah. I like, thought, like your rain, right? Like a like king's R-E-I-G-N, rain. Like R-E-I-G-N, wolf. Yeah, oh, it's one not word. Like, not raining. Yeah. Not like... <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's what rain sounds like, right? <laughs> we'll that's what that. I hear. But um, I love him. Most people don't, and I don't know why, but I think he's like a lyrical genius. I Macklemore? Uh, yes. I think he's <laughs> Wait, so... Wait, Shut up! I think he's so... Th- I know you like yeah, him, got so shit thank you. Yeah, against him and them. I think he's, oh my God, I think he's so witty and like, 
I just think he's real. Do some research about where he came from. I really he like him. A, I, I do agree. His, uh, his wordplay is pretty witty, yeah. Yeah, and I think, like, as I think every artist should, I think he just, like, he says what's up. Like, he'll talk about, like, if he's being a cheap asshole or if he's being this or whatever. I don't know. I just think he's really cool, and I like him a lot. He is. Speaking <laughs> from experience. <laughs> okay, so go ahead. I'm all good. I'm an Isaac oh, homies. Good. BFFs. I ain't homies. I'm nobody's pop, friend. I just came to go. Yeah, they pop tags together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just into old shit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been listening to a few, some ladies, I guess. Well, not some ladies, but I was, I was checking out. <laughs> I was checking out Hole. So I was Hole? Hoping, Hole. Hole. Yeah. Hole. Hole. You know, Courtney Love's in that band. Courtney you know? Love's band, yeah. Oh. Back in the day, so I was listening to that and, you know, jumping to that. That was pretty dope. She's and then I was uh, listening to Carrie Underwood. <laughs> what? You really are going through a, a range. Oh, yeah, it's a different range. Before he cheats? Yeah. <laughs> that would have been a good, a good Valentine's Day song. That's actually, a good song. I actually think about it, but I was like, oh, I don't know. I that is a good-ass breakup really song. Good song. <laughs> I feel it. That's definitely a good song. And she, I mean, another one that she has is a good one is Drinking Alone. And mm-hmm. the Cry Pretty mm-hmm. album, that's something I was listening to. Okay. And well, Ho, Ho has some good songs, too. Uh, uh, Celebrity Skins one, and then Malibu, and then the one I really like is Jennifer's Body. Ooh. You know, do you really like Jennifer's Body? Jennifer. <laughs> then, I do like Celebrity But then skin. I was also in a Calexico phase, uh, most uh, for the last few days. This really is all over. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Calexico's the shit. Anyways, Calexico yeah, Calexico. And they had a new album last year, but they I guess they also released the 20th anniversary of one of their older albums. Okay. So I was listening to that, and they have a pretty cool vibe. So I'll just play a clip of... Uh, one of their songs from that one. It's called The Black Light, the album. It's okay. A, so, yeah, it's a 20th anniversary, like, edition remaster. or whatever. Remaster, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, I guess it's remastered. It doesn't say here, but, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Spotify is you know, known for its pushing those remasters and shit, <laughs> which some of them are all right, but, you know, some of them aren't really that great. The older stuff is, still sounds better. Anyways, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> here, here you go. This is uh, just called... Just an FYI. <laughs> yeah, just an FYI. Anyways, this is called Old Man Waltz from that album, The Backlight. That's kind of like the vibe they have going on. And like, I guess... Every now and then they have that, but that sounds like they have a lot more of that going on in their older albums. A lot of like really more musical, instrumental. Yeah. Some of it's experimental. So it's pretty dope. That's they're f- are they from Tucson? Or they're yeah, from Arizona? I, or I, I some think, of them are. I think, Tucson, yeah, stand I think, up! Yeah, I think the main one's Joey, <laughs> Joey Burns and uh, I don't know if I should say their names. I'm just kidding. Of course, everybody knows Calexicos, yeah. yeah. So I think Joey and John are, are both from uh, Tucson and... Yeah, well, yeah, Tucson. Tucson people that helped him out are usually from around there. Yeah, like I helped him out in an album, but up shot. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Name drop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tucson. Cool. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I want to go back soon. Uh, did you go? Did you end up driving through Tucson when you no, traveled? No, I didn't. So we were gonna stop in Arizona. It was one of our stops. Yeah. Uh, but there was like it. a crazy storm going on oh, when no. we drove through. Was it during through. the summer? Uh, in October. It was October. October. Yeah. We were in Brazil, yeah. probably. Yeah, we were in Brazil. We were yeah. driving through, and there was just like this crazy, like rainstorm, and like a little bit of a sandstorm, we but get mostly those. rain. Yeah. And Holy I shit. was like, "What's the point in us stopping here now? When we're it's not going to be able to do? We yeah. live so close. Like, we'll just come another time." And I used to go to Arizona a lot when yeah. I was younger because my dad. Yeah. 
used to have a lot of business trips there and we'd just come with him. Yeah. Mm. So like we spent a lot of time in like Phoenix and stuff. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So you know it. Yeah. Already. I really want to go to the like, Grand Canyon. I love now. Arizona. Oh, it's magical. I want to hike oh. Havasupai so, yeah. so badly. Oh, that's that cool. would be amazing. So they like. like most it's so hiking. difficult. Yeah. It's so difficult to get a reservation. You literally have to be like on it. The hour that it opens. Yeah. Oh, wow. I can you, they It actually was February 1st. Um, they sell out for the entire of 2019 oh my within God. two hours. I messed up this year. I got like all up in my head and forgot. Oh, oh no. Really, you know what? Really sad. I realized February there are no 2nd. Accidents. I was oh, like, no. no. There are no accidents. You meant to happen 2020. Yeah. Hopefully. That's the year. 2020 is your year. 2020 yeah. is my year. You have 2020 year. vision. 2020 is my year. It's all of our years. Oh, yeah. A lot to of, recap. A lot of things coming. Yeah. So we're so excited for you. Well, well, do you want to plug your social media yeah, yeah. just so Before people can follow up yeah. on? Please tell us where they can find you. Lovely yeah. listeners, you can find me at Pajama Sammy on Instagram. With an I for Sammy, yes. correct? S-A-M-I? So, pajama and then S-A-M-I. Perfect. Pajama Sammy. Yeah. And are there any, before we wrap real quick, are there any Comic Cons or any type of events like that you're planning on going to before the LA Comic Con in October? Um. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of stuff for this year the first thing coming up is the ren fair um which i'm going to with my absolutely incredible roommate who i can't believe i haven't plugged yet at this point (laughs) she's nixie sweet on instagram and she is a makeup genius she can literally make herself look like anybody she's incredible that's awesome Um, she is just the dopest person in the entire world i love her and um oh go ahead ahead. so yeah so i'm we're doing that and then i'm going to dragon con which is in atlanta in august what that sounds so it's literally the best convention that's ever happened anywhere dragon con yes it is five days of complete and total drunkenness (laughs) in costume It has, like, its own culture. It's totally yeah. different than any other convention, and it's so cheap. What's the focus at Dragon Con? It's just, like, just a, all I think it's just or? a general, no, I think it's just a general, like, Fantasy? convention. Okay. Yeah, okay. just, like, a comic book convention. But it just has garnered this reputation of just, like, so many down-to-earth, like, cool cosplayers go to it, and, like, it's such a party. Like, well, literally, yeah. it's, there's a bar <laughs> every two feet in all of the conventions. So you've like, been before already. Space. Yeah, I went last year for the first time. And I was like, I will never miss this. We bought so our tickets cool. the day after for this year. <laughs> I was like, I know nice, we're moving to LA, nice, but like nice. I'm making this happen. So you're gonna get it from it LAX was, to wherever you have yeah, to go. Yeah, <laughs> it was so fun. Oh, the best, the cool. I met the coolest people. I did a Westworld HBO. Yeah, yeah. I did Dolores oh, um, awesome. from season two, that. and I met cool. a bunch of other really dope Dolores cosplayers. Like a lot of them were really like focus on seamstress yeah and so like we were just talking about like how we made the course how we made the, the this like old-timey western costume that's amazing. and like everybody was super supportive of each other and we took this awesome video of all of us lined up kind of doing like a host sort of thing and evan rachel wood posted it on her twitter oh, and she was like i'm so moved bravo ladies oh, that's and it was amazing. like so cool yeah that's awesome that's really and cool. We were drunk for all of it. <laughs> yeah, because That's Dragon Con is a nonstop debauchery. You live in this alternate universe. After it happened, did you go yeah, into hibernation? No, it was like it didn't happen. Yeah. It was like a magical, like, uh, there was no, like, come down from it. Like, I got back to New York and I was just like, okay. This now I'm living bad. my life <laughs> yeah. not drunk. Just, just yesterday. Whoa. I was yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's like the Bermuda Triangle of conventions. <laughs> 
That's amazing. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> that's awesome. Just another day in the life. Yeah. Also, really quick, if anybody wants to get commissioned by you, um, should they reach you out? Reach out via Instagram. Is there a, yeah, a, the best I way mean, for them to reach out to you? I kind of open it up to all forums. So sometimes people will DM me on Instagram asking about a project. Some pe- sometimes people will reach out to my Etsy, which is Pajama okay. Sammy Cosplay. Okay. Um, and I can like make something f- like a listing for them on there so i kind of just like there's like commission sites on facebook sometimes that people will reach out to me on mm-hmm. okay cool. yeah cool instagram awesome. is probably the easiest so people can find you for yeah. sure yeah awesome. thank you so much for coming yeah, Sam, this, yeah, this is was awesome. so fun you guys are so dope of course i'm yeah. so Welcome glad you came anytime <laughs> yes. we try. only took a few years to hang out <laughs> know, right. we saw each other intermittently through that through definitely that. visited me in new york yeah it was the best welcome yeah yeah welcome Thank to you. la <laughs> best city in the world oh i agree i 100 percent agree She's i like, am on new york train. <laughs> actually no i really love new york <laughs> Mariah, you're really sending mixed signals right now. <laughs> Gemini, man. Oh, <laughs> such a good sign. Yes. Thanks, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. High five. <laughs> All right. So now, before sloppy. we sign Cinco off, alto. Josh, where can they find you? You can hit me up at JoshyXBoy on Instagram. It's JoshyXBOI. Oh, <laughs> Mar- yes. Right? Mixing it up. I like it. All that angst. Like Always got to specify. Mariah. You can find me everywhere. You can stalk your exes at Mariah Bob <laughs> with two R's, M-A-R-R-I-A-H. Isaac? B-O-B. One K three M U Z I K. That's Ike Music with the 13. Where is the 13? In the one. One three. K- one three. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I've like, never seen 13. It's hidden in there. Oh, you little sneaky. Uh, Ike Music. You little sneaky man. A <laughs> little treat for you. <laughs> On Instagram. And then I am everywhere. on the dating apps. Just- <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> His DMs are open. Just me in the San Fernando Valley. <laughs> and then you can find me at double underscore angel face with two E's at the end. If you have any questions or you want to share any stories with us, contact us at soigotfirepodcast at gmail.com. Or as well, there's always Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. But Instagram would be the spot too at soigotfired. And on that note, guys... We We out. out.